Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. I'm Dr. Serene and here with Dr. Jen remotely. You are. Hi, Serene. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing okay. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. I know the standard response, right? Yeah. You know, it gets harder. You know, <laughs> what gets harder? Life? Life and parenting. I mean, this yeah. podcast is about parenting. Yep. It gets harder, you know, like it does get harder. You always think back to when they're like little, little, like babies. You well, have one I mean, that's I, little, I have <laughs> one, but that is the easy one. Now I know I'm older and wiser. Um, right. You know, when you have your first baby, everyone says, oh, enjoy it. This is the easy part. It gets harder. And you're yeah. like, you do not know what you're talking about. I'm tired. Totally. I'm hungry. I smell. This is awful. Totally. Um, and you think it's just going to get better because you're like, what do you mean? And like a couple of years, they'll be able to feed themselves. They'll go to the bathroom by themselves. Everything will be fine and then you get to that age and you're like oh shit it's harder yeah yeah well and I think when you add more kids on top of it too it gets harder right like just like compounding everything because like even if one does get easier then you're you're adding another child to the mix or two or three yeah you know yeah like I was telling you like I we like I spend most of my time driving kids around from one practice yeah. to the other to one after school activity to the other. And it's like Oof. maintaining their schedules is insane, their homework. And it's just like it's like redoing your school age years all over yeah. again. Yeah. But with like more. <laughs> but with like more. <laughs> like more. But also having to practices. be an adult. And having to like not enjoy and reap the benefits of it, you know. Right, right. They can all have the donuts after practice, but I don't get one. I mean, you know? I think you deserve one. I think go I get, deserve go two. Get, go get a fucking donut, Serene. <laughs> <laughs> get in there. Elbow a kid if you need to. Go get a donut. Take it from their hand. Um, but Ugh. anyway, you know, it's 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 different. It's a very different experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Older ones. Yeah. Well, and just in general, too, like just for frame of reference of what time of year it is, like I feel like the stretch between Thanksgiving and like the holidays, just like this end of the year stretch is tough, too. Like everything makes it harder right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, just going to the market takes yeah twice as long. Yes. Yeah. What are people doing? Are they preparing for Christmas already? There's like four weeks. I do not know. Anyway. I know. Um, well, today's topic, mm-hmm. well, I recently bought a sweatshirt <laughs> that says Mama Bear, and I'm fascinated by that. Ooh, sorry, I dropped my glasses. It's and I'm good. fascinated by that. Um, the term. Title, term, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like whenever you look mean? up, whenever you look up like on Etsy or online or whatever, like gifts for moms or like mom gifts, like everything has Mama Bear on it. Like it's like, it's, yeah. it's a thing right now. Yeah. You know, and I think like, gosh, now it feels like years ago we talked about, um, you know, helicopter moms and, um, oh, what were the other ones? I don't even remember, but these like terms (laughs) describing different kinds of moms. Um, And Mm -hmm. 
and we never talked about like what the mama bear is. How do you yeah. miss this? That's a, that's a good question. Well, so when I I'm looking up right now, just just for funsies, I was like mama funsies. bear meaning. Let's look okay. it up. So a couple things come up when you look up mama bear. It says a woman, especially a mother, who's extremely protective of a child or children. Uh, this one says a nice term describing the fact that I would rip you open and tear out your insides if you hurt my child. So I think like the common thread, the theme is the idea of like being very or extremely protective or overly protective of your kids is sort of like the common thread I see when I'm like looking up what what does being a mama bear mean? You know, but that's so subjective, I feel like. Totally. hundred percent. Because what? Okay, like how would you – why don't we do the – why don't we play a game? Uh, <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. I have my wine. I'm ready. All right. Why don't you tell me – or I'm curious to know what your perception of that is. Like what is – who is a mama bear for you? What kind of a mom is a mama bear? Well, I think I – like it's interesting because automatically I go in two different directions. I think of like mm-hmm. the general umbrella term and I think of it as just being like someone who's caring for their children and like taking care of their kids. And I think of like a mama cub, like a mama bear taking care of her cubs and like, you know, like, like I, I picture like um in my head, I'm picturing like a mommy bear with like multiple cubs around her and like uh-huh. picking up one cub, trying to move it into like the den, but another one's running away and then picking up another cub and like the other one's running away as she's picking up that cub. And they're all like, and so like, basically like just trying to take care of, of your, your den, your, your uh your litter um but then i think there's this like other this other like more extreme version that people think of like a fiercely protective like that that meme that i just saw online which is like i'll rip your face off if you you know mess with my kids so i think like there's the general term of like someone who's just taking care of their children and who is like puts their whole heart and soul into taking care of their kids but then this other variation of it of like I will fiercely protect my cubs with with my life, you know. So okay, I don't know. So I don't I think like that answered that. your question. No, no. You okay? So th- you will protect them from a perceived danger. Mm, yeah. Right. Is that what you're saying? Thank you for uh, articulating that better than I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, I think I think you really helped me kind of like understand because I know I was asking you before we recorded and anyway. Yeah. Okay. So I this. This helps because I okay. think different people perceive different things as a danger to them. Yes. Like it could be a physical danger, physical threat. Mm-hmm. It could be emotional. It could be psychological. Yeah. Or well, it could be – Oh, go ahead. Well, let me finish. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, perceived danger to your ego as a mother. Mm, I like that. Do you think that? Is- Absolutely. Absolutely. Like when is it real and when is it like I need to check my ego here? Yeah. Oh, I really, uh, really like that. Okay. Let's explain. Okay. Go. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> go. Well, it makes me think of the idea of like anxiety, that people have yes. anxiety, right? That people have anxiety because anxiety is like 
you're like you experience anxiety as the result of like a perceived fear or something that you're like afraid of or a perceived danger but a perceived danger is different for every person or a perceived fear is different for every person and something that feels life-threatening or like dangerous for you um could be something like standing up in front of a class and having to speak um which isn't something that inherently is dangerous but makes you feel afraid because of various other reasons so I like where you went with that that like it doesn't necessarily have to be like a pers- like an actual danger or like a person who could be a literal threat to your children, but the idea of it being like a perceived threat to your ego. Yeah, your ego and like the like your persona and the way that you view yourself as a mother or a parent. Right. I like that. Okay, so I feel like this needs to be a chapter in a book. Like I feel like we're, we, can... <laughs> we are doing this. Find yes. a book somewhere. Yes. Look for the chapter on Mama Bears. It's by us. It's no? by, we wrote it. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so just to give, I guess, an example. So a Mama Bear that perceives um, a danger to the child's welfare, whether it be physical, psychological, mental, whatever, mm-hmm. um, would identify an actual like external threat. Like if a random stranger yells at my kid for accidentally littering because he doesn't know better, let's say. Right, right. Um, my mama bear would come out like, excuse me, do not use that tone with mm-hmm. my child. No. Um, or I don't know, like something like that, you know, yeah. or – um, if my kid doesn't get an invite to a party where every other kid is invited, you know, they, they get right. an invite, the mama bear comes out because that would be like emotionally really hurtful for him. Right. Um, and I'd want to do something about it, even though I think in that situation you're kind of powerless, but right. the mama bear comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And I think those are like pretty typical experiences that most of us have. Right. But now let's say – um, you know, you get a call from the principal mm-hmm. and says, like, he says or she says, like, hey, your kid was really disrespectful to the teacher and was misbehaving in class and caused a commotion and, you know, just wanted to check in with you and let you know this happened in class. Mm-hmm. I would argue Mm-hmm. That some people might perceive that as like, oh, no, you didn't just talk about my kid. <laughs> like, oh, no, right. you didn't just like, I don't know, judge my parenting. I don't know. You know, right. like, no. or like if or like if that principal had said something like I wanted to check in and see, like, does your does your child speak like this at home or something like that? Because then that kind of implies that, like, is the behavior different at home versus at school? Like, what are you teaching and modeling for your kid? And then like. Even though that wasn't what was implicitly said, it might – or explicitly said, whatever. um, The parent might then interpret it that way and then make it into like – like read into it too much about like what that means about their parenting and then get really defensive because of that. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you know, like it's really interesting because – if that were to happen to me, like if a teacher or a principal or somebody mm-hmm. would call me and be like, hey, I have these concerns about your kid, I would kind of be like, oh, shit, I should be concerned <laughs> about those things about my kid, you know? For sure. Um, <laughs> and I would, you know, in my mind, the more like gentle, worried mama bear comes out like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, like this is happening. Like, how do we fix it? Right. But I think some people 
might be stuck in that pattern of like, oh, no, you didn't. Like, you did not. Like, no, Mm -hmm. don't speak to my kid that way. It's a defensiveness. It's a defensive. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, because the reason I thought about it is because I'm thinking like my initial reaction, I'm very much a people pleaser. And like I get I, I kind of like. I would kind of be like, oh, no, are you mad at me? Like, like, like I, you know, or like, oh, my God, Mike, you know, and I, that's the place like I would go to. And but I know that other people kind of go from that, like, flip side of it of like being defensive or like getting upset about things. Um, so that, that was just kind of the first thing I thought of was that like a lot of for a lot of people, it's like they're built in automatic response. But I like that you use that word defensive because when mm-hmm. you think of the mama bear and like you defensive. think they defend and they mm-hmm. protect their children, right? Yeah. So I guess it's that same kind of thinking that like or that same kind of response that spills over into situations where maybe you don't need to be so defensive and protective. Right. Um, maybe a different perception or a different lens will help you um, – understand that the other person or the situation might be there to benefit your child, not right. harm your child. Right. Um, but I guess you're you're just so um, stuck in this behavioral pattern of protecting and defending your child mm-hmm. that you do that across the board. Right. It's almost like go, like following that that bear analogy, like your claws are always out, your teeth are always bared. Like so, and and I imagine for those people like that defensive defensiveness comes from having some kind of perceived threat across the board. Like something might've happened to them as a child or to their kids earlier on, you know, like that's kind of the first place I go to where like they, they maybe there was a real or perceived threat that happened. And then they feel this like automatic defensiveness that pops up anytime there's any sort of confrontation that makes them feel like they need to be protecting them from that constantly yeah and you just reminded me of an incident that happened to my oldest and I Mm. was telling um, a family member about it and they came at me they're like how could you let that happen how could you let somebody talk to him that way I'm making up like the example you know and like how would you allow that um and And I felt like their response to what happened was just so big. Like it Mm. wasn't that big. Like, yeah. Like it didn't match. It didn't match the situation. It didn't match. Like, did I like what this parent did or said to my child? No. But I mean, tough cookies. That's how life is. People are going to say things to you that you're not going to like. And you kind of need to learn how to like handle that. Um, And I explained and my argument was, what am I supposed to do? Like scream at the person for him because they they said something that was a bit like out of line for not being his parent you know yeah um no you know we we just kind of like filed it away in our like little mental (laughs) file cabinet had a conversation with our kid like hey this person crosses some boundaries and might talk to you like they're your parent and you know what just shake your head smile and then do your thing I'm your parent. If I'm okay with you doing it, you know, it's fine. You do it, you know? So I kind of just taught him how to um, handle situations like that in the real world, in life, because I'm not always going to be there. Right. Um, But this other, this family member's response was like, oh, hell no. How could you allow for this to happen? And you should have put that person in their place and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why? Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I but that's their mama bear instinct, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. my mama bear instinct is like, well, shit, like this is going to happen. It wasn't a real danger to you. You survived. It's fine. Right. And in addition, like you taught your son how to exactly. deal with it. Like it's like you you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, you know, that, that whole analogy thing. Like you you gave him the tools to be able to deal with that in the future if you're not there to protect him. Right. And I guess we can – I guess we can – both be mama bears, but just in very different ways, right? right? Yeah. I guess because my perception – I mean my – I felt like I was being a mama bear by being like, hey, you're cool. Do what you got to <laughs> do. Keep doing what you're doing. And then we had a conversation like, listen, if they try to like tell you, hey, don't go there or don't do that or whatever, just smile, nod. Yeah. <laughs> and you do your thing. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes me think about that, like, I know the term is mama bear, but I guess if you're thinking about, like, just the animal kingdom in general, that, like, every animal has their own different way of, like, protecting their young, right? And so, like, I think we think of the mama bear as, like, this protective, like, they have the potential to have, like, teeth bearing, claws out, like, protective, protective. But then there's, like, all these other animals have different defenses for taking care of their young, you know? Some are much more laid back. Some are more, you know... Some are, yeah, some are the, can- the kangaroos who like stick their babies in their pouches and like protect them until they're old enough to, you know, there's all sorts oh of different, gosh. Yeah. You know, who knows? Sorry, what were you going to say? I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But yeah, but the, the, the bears are the cutest moments, I think. They're just adorable. <laughs> like that visualize, uh, visualization you provided earlier yeah. with like the mama bear with her little cubs. Yeah. It's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting to see the different perspectives and the different ways you can be a mama bear and yeah. how it can be so different for so many different people. And yet that perception, like that, the meaning of the term is the same across the board. Like you're Definitely. just protect, protecting and defending protecting. your child. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the bottom line is just remembering that like even if somebody comes at you with their mama bear energy or like whatever it is, that like they're they're doing so out of love for their kids and wanting to protect their kids. And like if if you're the one bringing that mama bear energy, like remembering that you could be protective of your kids and help take care of them and like protect them, but also be respectful of other people at the same time. Like it's it's a balance. It's, you know. It takes a village. It takes a village. Yeah. So when the other villagers are trying to help you, you know, whatever they're trying to help you, Mm -hmm. you know, if they come in the form of like a principal or a teacher or I don't know, a babysitter, another parent, another, another parent, um, or they can come in the form of somebody that's being like annoying as fuck and, you know, (laughs) Like you're kind of like, hey, like back off. Like I know what I'm doing, and right, you have to, I guess, learn how to roll with those. Pun- I mean, I guess you can, you can show them your teeth, like a mama mm-hmm. bear does, or you can just teach your child how to adapt. Right. I mean, Whatever I think works. the bo- the bottom line here, like, and I know we say this all the time, but like, we're all just doing the best we can, yeah. right? Like, just. We're all doing the best we can. Just, just a bunch of bears frolicking exactly. in the field. <laughs> Picking up our cubs, trying to collect them all as they all scamper away. Like, it, it's fucking hard. Like you like you said in the beginning, to bring it all back full circle. It just gets fucking harder. <laughs> like, like, we're all in this together. It gets harder. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, the older they get, the more they're exposed to all this, like, external... Yeah. Um, 
stressors, I guess, or mm-hmm. like external shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and imagine like when they start dating and, uh, you know, their heart gets broken and I'm sure the mama bear comes mama bear. like, mm-hmm. come out and you want to protect your child so badly in those instances, but it's all a part of life, right? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> well... I, well, this is all I have to say about this yeah. subject. How, how do you feel? How do you feel, like Jen? Where do you feel like we are? You think we're we're ready to wrap it up? I think so. I think we're good. No, but I I liked this. I I liked the way that the one thing that I took away from this that I really liked that you brought up was the idea of, um, that viewing it as like so that sometimes people bring that mama bear energy because of the way that they they're perceiving other people coming at them like about it being about their ego as a parent um so yeah that was but i I thought that was a good angle a good lens yeah Yeah. i think in life that's such an important thing to consider when somebody's coming at you with an attitude or coming at you Mm -hmm. with like a snarky response or you know it's just you know my pet peeve when my kids say like he made me angry or he made me do that or he made me say that and it's like no Right. You chose your response to right. his You are responsible for your actions and behaviors. To be yeah. that. Right. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, what do you what what how do you want to respond or how do you want to um excuse me, let, let me go back. So if somebody mm-hmm. comes at you with like snarkiness or rudeness, it's like to check yourself and check your anxiety in that moment. And be able to not let that, not internalize that, not internalize mm-hmm. the other person's words and behaviors and actions and to be able to like reframe it as like, this is them, mm-hmm. you know, this is their situation. Totally. Um, so same with a mama bear coming at you, or if you're yeah. a mama bear and somebody's coming at you to kind of be able to check yourself and check your own anxiety and say, something's happening in this situation and to kind of sit with that for a minute before reacting and responding super quick. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Well, now can we wrap it up? Let's do it. I feel like every episode recently has been me being like, Jen, are we done? Can we we wrap it up? (laughs) Let's wrap it up, Serene. I I give you permission. I'm done. Are you done? Because we need to finish this up. Let's do can, it. Green light. Can you, can you tell I have like a five month old? <laughs> oh my god, he's five months old. Almost six. Oh my god, where has time gone? I don't know. Jeez. And right now he was on the floor and he's like crawling and scooting, and I'm like, what? The oh my fuck? god! Did I not just have him? Like, how is he independent no, you, all of a you sudden? Just had him. What the oh hell? My god. Oh what, my is, God. what is yours doing? What, what's I need, a milestone? I need a, re- I need a recent now? picture of yours. Um, mine I'm going to send it because you cannot handle the cuteness. You're just going to. I might explode it's, or implode. Explode. Right. <laughs> um, mine, she just, like this week, she just started taking like five steps at a time. No. Like, yeah. Oh, she's going to be walking so soon. I've literally seen her once. It's, I know. Five minutes and she's walking. I know. I don't get it. I don't oh get it. Goodness. Yeah, she's like everywhere. She's like a tornado. I can't like I can never just be sitting down anymore. She's everywhere and in everything and uh it's it's starting. It definitely is. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess the moral of the story is we need to see each other more often because we have I've not even met your little one. So hold on, I'm sending you a picture. Okay. Good. Of his adorableness. Good, good. Did you get it? Did oh, I just did. Oh my god! <gasps> he looks like a whole different kid. I know. He's oh, a he's so big. Oh he's my gosh. He's chunk. so big. Chunk. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love it. Um I'm gonna. I'm not gonna make our listeners sit here while we do this, but I'm gonna send you a video of of uh, my little ones taking her her few steps. Um, awesome. Yeah. Well, Babies. Matching up. Yeah. <laughs> and for our listeners, if you have any suggestions or questions, um, email us at is a bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at is a bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each word. Or is it Bedtime Yet Podcast on Facebook? And also check out our Patreon. Yes, do that. And for now, this is Dr. Serene, and I'm here with Dr. Jen, and we're still asking, is it Bedtime Yet? Bedtime Yet.